Hello and welcome to the Abandoned Radio Show Podcast. I'm your host, Shacklin Walker, and today is our first ever episode of this podcast. So, hey, cheers. <laughs> uh, for this first episode, we're going to be reading a short story by Marjorie Mann and Jacqueline Walker. Me. We both wrote it for uh, school for our English project. And so, might as well have it for our first episode. Uh, this is called A Sinister School. Stay after school, they said. It'll work out, they said. Bet they didn't expect us to get locked in the goddamn gym. Jared exclaimed loudly, waving his arms around in a V-shape, turning around as he did, as if he was yelling at the walls. Jesus Christ. Calm down, we'll be fine. We'll just have to call our parents. Hmm, maybe if we had phones, I could do that. Jared interrupted sarcastically. It was just a suggestion. Calm your tits. He just sighed, sitting down on the cold, shimmery wooden floor. Jeez, did they ever clean these floors? The same smudge I made in the fifth grade is still here. Apparently not. But then again, this is a really crappy school, so I doubt they even care at all. Jared looked around the gym, frustration growing. Just looked around nervously, biting her bottom lip. Maybe we can just try to open the doors again. She offered meekly, looking around. Hmm, you think that's gonna work? Like it did the last five times. Jared exclaimed, his eyes dark. His voice dripping with sarcasm as he looked around, trying to find something they've missed. Stupid teachers are telling us to stay after stupid school, only for us to get locked in the stupid gym. Again, it was just a suggestion. Calm down. So calm your non-gender specific flaps. He sighed softly. Is there a way to bust out of here? She asked, walking over to the gym doors, peering out of the glass. Too thick. You can't break the windows. Not with a tremendous amount of force. Which, we don't have anything that fits the description. Jared sighed, looking away defeated. He leaned against the wall, sighing, putting his head in his hands. He acted all tough, but inside he was just as scared as everybody else. If only they could. His thoughts were interrupted by a loud clanging. The lights turning off, one by one. Hello? Ava shouted, her voice bouncing off the walls, filling the room with her echoes. Hello, we need help. She tried again, but there was no reply. Guys... I don't like this, Jess whispered, looking around with frightened eyes. She had adjusted the light enough to be able to make, sh make out the figures of her friends, but only barely. Lines of the body blended with the dark. Right, because nothing bad ever happens in the dark, Jared replied, sarcasm his natural reflex. Jared, cut it out. She's obviously ter terrified. No need to make it worse. The skull to try to make out which one was Jared and which one was Jess. Worse? Seriously, Ava? This is already worse. Because no, it's not enough to be locked in the gym. Now, we're locked in the gym in the dark. Jared could feel hopelessness and fear crash over him in waves, trying to get his breathing under control. He could feel the familiar grasp of a panic attack. As he hunched over, breathing erratically. Jared is okay. We'll figure it out. Don't get your panties in a twist. She walked over to him, hand on his shoulder. 
Jared snickered, straining out. Did you get some sort of sick pleasure thinking of me in the panties? You teased, panic fading to make room for the sarcasm, maybe a shimmer of hope. Eva chuckled at, and the remark even got a snort from Jess. Jared startled when there was a bang outside the gym door. Before he could fully register the sound, there's this terrible screeching feedback from the microphone on the PA system. Try not to panic. Panic. Jared turned to Ava. Sounds like you're singing. Ava smiled nervously, looking around. The noise got louder, and he grinned, fully facing her now. Okay, now that's definitely your singing, Ava. Listen, it's probably just a power surge, or at least I hope it is. Just rubbed, the, rubbed her arms as she looked around the dark gym. Jared folded his arms tight against, the, against his chest, just yelping as a thundering crash reverberated throughout the room, lights switching back on. The thick glass of the gym door, which led to the hallways that had the locker rooms, was smashed as a cinder block was thrown through. There was something tied to it, looking suspiciously like a note. Welp. Uh, that was something. Jared squinted at the note, not knowing what to make of it. Jared, you were leaning against the light switch, you son. Ava threw her hands up at Jared, kerfuffled. What? Oh. Jared looked at the light switch he was leaning against, then quickly at Jess and Ava. Jared, you idiot! Jess huffed angrily, glaring at the curly-haired boy. Now, just wait a cotton pick in second. He turned to the light switch, crouching, and poked it poked at the switch. Up, down, nothing. Wait. Guys, do you hear that? Just put a finger to her mouth, effectively cutting off their argument. Jared looked around, confused. I don't hear anything, he whispered, sparing a glance at Ava. Exactly. The noise. It stopped. Which you would have noticed if you weren't squalling like little girls. She started it, Jared whined, pointing an accusing finger at Ava. Again, squalling like little girls. <laughs> Says the girl who unleashes a high-pitched scream when anything something unexpected happens, Ava countered and annoyed. Hey, uh, guys, I think maybe we should take a look at the note. Jared whispered shyly, not wanting to get caught in the middle. Jared, shut up! Both girls screeched together. You're just a pussy. I bet you leave a light on when you sleep, Ava declared angrily. Says the desperate slut who can't even give herself a boyfriend. Jess's face was starting to turn red with anger. Oh, okay, just ignore me. <laughs> Nothing going on here, nope. Guess I'll go by myself. No biggie. Not like a cinder block just got hurled through the window or anything. Jared rolled his eyes and walked over to the block, taking the note off. It read, Welcome to the end. You solved this little puzzle. You'll live. Let's play. My name is Mud. Shut the hell up and get over here, Jared called, voice booming off the walls, filling the gym. Ava promptly shut, shut her mouth, swallowing down her protest, sparing her glance at Jess before making her way over to Jared. Jess begrudgingly trudged to Jared, trying her best to avoid Ava. We've got bigger problems on our hands and more than seeing who's more of a puss. Read this. 
Jira's voice was stern and commanding. What does this mean? Jess shakingly asked, her eyes filling with fear. It means we're not alone, Ava grimaced. They all looked at each other, tension thick enough to cut it with a knife. The lights shut off again, and the screeching feedback returned. What's going on? Jess hollered over the feedback, gripping her head as the feedback pierced her eardrums. I... I don't know. Jared yelled in response, his voice drowned out, by, drowned out by the sound coming from the PA system. All three of them clutched their ears, hoping the sound would stop. The loud noise masking the rhythm of footsteps approaching them. Ava screams as she was dragged away out of the gym was practically non-existent over the screeching hellish sound. They stood there, clutching their ears, not noticing that Ava had been taken. Only after five minutes of pure hell were the lights in the PA system turned on and off. Jared just called her attention in her voice, wrought with concern. Where's Ava? Jared stole the question from Jess's mind and began to look for signs of where she had been taken. How could this have happened? I mean, she was right there. Jess began to pace, biting her lip, her mind frantic for an answer. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe the fact that we couldn't see or hear anything probably played a key part, don't you think? Jared's voice was heavy with sarcasm. Oh, shut it. We need to figure out this okay. And, and not be hostile with each other because now... There's... Just may not be any more of us. Okay, sorry. Jared's demeanor shrinked as he backed off. Just ran over to where the brick was thrown and reached out her hand through... The broken glass tore at her arm as blood seeped through her cuts. She reached for the handle as she attempted to unlock it. The click, the door opened slightly. Hell yes! That's a Jess I know! Jared excitedly walked over her. Noticing her cut, he grabbed one of the shards and cut it off with his shirt. Here, let me wrap it for you. Jared tenderly wrapped Jess's arms. Thanks. She once as he touched her, her arm. The both of them walked out, stared down the hall to the woman's bathroom, and store ajar. I'll go check it out, Jared said, protectively walking up to the darkness of the hall. Holding onto a shard of glass he picked up, Jess was left wondering what was going on. Her fear came back as she heard glass shatter. Jared, are you okay? Jess called out hopefully watching Jared walk into the woman's bathroom. Jared? Jess asked again, but she was only met with, with more silence. What's going on? And that's when Jared came out, face crestfallen and haunted. What happened? Where's Ava? Jess prodded worriedly. She'd never seen Jared so lifeless before, almost like the even Innocence was gone. Stolen. Jared wordlessly handed Jess a note that was caked in blood. It read, My name is Mud, 
They call me Aloysius Divertidus Acromby. That's long for mud, so I've been told. He's six foot two and rude as hell. So I gotta get him in the ground before he starts to smell. To smell. We had our words, a common spat. Told that by the sun's bitch that the lies before me bloated blue and gold and cold. So I kissed her upside the cranium with my aluminum baseball bat. My name is Mud. My name is Mud. My name is Mud. My name is Mud. Kissed her so hard her eyeballs started to burst. My name is Mud. What happened then there, Jared? Just persisted, shaken with fear. What did she do? Jared tossed an aluminum baseball bat covered in blood on the floor, refusing to, to reply. The bat was covered in blood. The only clean spot was the handle where Jared had previously been holding it. Jared stared blankly, unresponsive, as a gunshot rang throughout the hall and his world went black. Jess screamed and fell back. What can I say? I told you all it's a puzzle. And now, you just ran out of time. He pointed the gun at Jess. Her scream was cut short by the sickening sound of a gunshot. Her body slumped into the floor. This is Officer Frederick reporting, and I need backup at Trademore High School on 5th Avenue. We have two confirmed deaths, one missing. I've got what appears to be a survivor. The officer clicked off the radio and leaned his head out the car window. Hey kid, what's your name? He asked the figure standing at the entrance of the school. Call me Mud. That's what my friend calls me. The kid said with a horrific, blissful grimace. Well, that was the Sinister School. Tune in next episode, either this Friday or next week, where I'll be reading another short story to you. Have a happy day.